0: Christmas y'all and happy Podmas day three! Okay 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 a very exciting one today we're talking about date nights or like dating your husband as cliche and annoying as that sounds. You know December is the busiest and quickest month of the year for me at least and on top of that I have to say Christopher had to go out of town for one week of it so that even cut out a whole week but to give him immense credit, he did take a red eye so he could be there for bedtime and flew home as quickly as he could. So, sweet, sweet man. And y'all know Christopher and I do prioritize weekly date nights, and we try not to miss a week without having precious babysitter time. And because of that we actually have a line item on our budget for babysitters but so for today i want to talk about holiday date nights because in my opinion they are among the best time of year for date nights i will say i think summer date nights are fun because it's light so late you can sit outside and it feels like there's like more options of stuff to do but a really close second is a cozy happy date night in the cold with a big comfy sweater and a headband and a fun cocktail and a crackling fire So my big question for you today is one, two, three, what is your favorite date night activity or place or thing to do with your husband? And, you know, mine starts with just being in the car with a bevy because, you know, in college we used to do this all the time because we both had roommates and, It felt like the car was this little sacred space that we had alone time, and we could talk about all the things and dream about all the things. And it kind of makes me giggle to think about us escaping roommates to have our alone time in the car in college, because that's kind of what we're doing right now, except with three little tiny chicks. And, you know, these little chicks, they don't pay rent. They don't clean up after themselves. They always pick the movie, and they pitch a fit if you don't choose what they want, but... So date nights, what do you like to do for them? (laughs) So, okay, I'd mentioned that I love to wear like a big cozy sweater. And I think I mentioned this on the podcast that when I had Poppy, I did a big, huge closet declutter and mostly because, you know, a lot of the sweaters just didn't fit, but also because they were getting really pilly and worn out. And recently, I just learned from a good girlfriend here, Carrie, that you don't have to dry clean your cashmere. And I don't know if this is a, like a niche audience thing, but I just thought if I ever got cashmere, I'm going to treat it like gold. I'm going to dry clean it. But in fact, you can just as carefully as you can launder it on the delicate cycle or hand wash it, but do it in a laundry bag. And I've never. I mean, ever put something in a laundry bag inside the washer. I just didn't even know. I thought those things were for organizing, like in a drawer, but I didn't know that there were specific laundry bags to put in the washer for your delicate items. You know, it just reminds me that as an adult, so many of us are just flying by the seat of our pants, no manual on how to be a functioning adult. So I feel like from one shambly woman to maybe another, I'm just proud of us in this crazy season. That We made it to Saturday and hopefully you're gearing up for a date night tonight with your husband. So yeah, let's talk about that. For me, even though our primary babysitters have been with us for a while now, I still feel like there's an element of hosting that I like to do to thank them on top of keeping my kids alive for a couple hours and granting me and Christopher some very important one-on-one time. I try to be sure to get them like a DoorDash order and make sure they're full and comfy. And I like to do some sort of like a semblance of tidying up before they come. So hopefully they feel a sense of peace when they hang out with my kids. And you know, side note, this does make me sound like the most 1950s housewife sounding woman, but When Christopher lets me know when he's on his way home, I feel like I want to do some house resetting, get cooking, brush my teeth, and do my best to like make the moment he walks through the door a sense of respite. I don't know if that makes any sense. And to be clear, it's not like this is an everyday possibility, but if at all possible, I like to make the most out of every situation. And even Christopher coming home for dinner feels like something worth celebrating. And I feel like my girls, they feel that. And It just feels like the house is reignited and alive the moment Christopher walks through the door. I mean, I have so many videos on my phone of the girls sprinting around the corner yelling dad when Christopher walks through the front door and I remember so vividly when I was little my dad leaving for work and coming home and it just feels wild that all of a sudden that memory is happening right now in front of me but I'm seeing it from my mom's point of view. So to even pull on that thread, I just feel like Christopher and I, you know, we've had a different go at life than many of my friends who have had their parents and in-laws down the road. And I say that with the sense that I'm both thankful, but also like super jealous that they can go on a date night and just know their kiddos are being taken care of by a grandparent. And I remember when we were pregnant with Ellie, that when any grandparent came into town, that it'd be a great time for date nights, that I would take advantage of that. But I feel like when they came into town, we were so happy to be spending time with them that we didn't want to take advantage of that time, which I will say, by the grace of God, I believe, has led us to being sure we find babysitters and prioritize date nights. But you know, life doesn't always work out like that. So I'll be the first to say that I don't feel bad for throwing on a show and grabbing a glass of wine and calling the date night of the week just the couple minutes we have in the other room while the girls are watching a show. And I know that for me and Christopher, we're both intimate verbalizers, if you want to call it that, or at least we're enough of external processors to an extent that makes us long for moments like that to unpack ideas and dreams and worries and all the intricacies of our day. And I remember I had this boss long ago that was encouraging me to prioritize my marriage among a season of lots of work and lots of work travel because he felt passionately that if you weren't growing together, you're going to be growing apart. And you can set up as much boundaries and fail-safes, but If you rely too much on those, you will all of a sudden pick your head up and not even recognize who you're married to, and that's super scary. So in this season of super busyness, be sure to not lose sight of the people in your life versus the things you do or don't have. I feel like when I say that I'm speaking mostly to myself, but I hope you feel propelled to take a hard look at that So with that, let's move to our Devo for today. And it's really pulling on the idea that God should be first, you know, your marriage second. And then after that, it's your kids. And then after that, you're called to love everyone else. And I know it's silly, but I feel like the girls know that I always get the first kiss and I always get the last kiss. They get all the kisses in the middle. And they are so, so important to dad, but they are second to me. And I feel like as Christopher and I are seeking to raise God-loving women who will one day prioritize their husband over us, the best way I can teach that is to truly live it out. So our motivation for that, for today, for y'all, for me, comes from Mark. But I do believe this is coded in other parts of the Bible. But ultimately for today, it's from Mark 10, 6 through 9. And it says, But at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And that's my prayer for y'all, my sweet gals. So please go on, enjoy your Saturday, and I will talk to you tomorrow morning on the third Sunday of Advent and the fourth day of Podness. (laughs) Okay, love y'all so much.